I've made it the second half here on a Friday edition live on location at Schaefer's in Summertown. Main Street Sports today coming up. We'll chat with Nick Campbell, newly minted Giles County Boys basketball coach. A look ahead to the weekend and our next topic, one that's been dominating our thoughts. College football, more importantly, SEC football, more importantly, coach speak with some extra spice. Here to talk about it, the Hall of Famer Mo Patton and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yow. What's, uh, what's going on? Yeah, we are live on location here in Summertown at Schaefer's eating some delicious brisket. And I had the cheesy potatoes and baked beans. They were phenomenal as well. Just saying. The cheesy potatoes are, are required. They really are. They really are. I mean, whatever meat you get, the cheesy potatoes are required. I will probably get the brisket without the barbecue sauce, but the cheesy potatoes, and I'll either do baked beans or I'll just do a double up on the cheesy potatoes. I'm not sure which. Yeah, doubling up on the potatoes is never a bad deal. Mm-mm. Never a bad deal. Um, <clears throat> Greg Sankey, I, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall down off what used to be Richard Arrington Boulevard. What is it now? It's not Richard Arrington Boulevard. What did Richard Arrington do? <laughs> they, uh, I think there's a story there. I'm not sure. They, they, named, <laughs> it for some, they named it for somebody else. Um, so, Dang. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a, it's, anyway. Who is Richard Arrington? He was a longtime mayor okay. of, of the city of Birmingham. From when to when? Probably 80s to early 2000s. Before, right before Larry Langford. We all know about Larry Langford That's and his vision for Birmingham and Alabama. Vision? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting that they would strip. I, I think the there name. was. I, I oh. think it's some some uh, it, hindsight it, cancel culture. Mm, okay, one of those things that if I knew, I'd understand. Yeah, uh, okay. I, I, I think you. that's. I think that's what happened. I'm not entirely sure, but I th- I'm pretty sure that's mm-hmm. that's how it went down. Anyway, okay, got you. Nonetheless, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, I would like to have seen Sankey's response or his reaction to I would like to have seen his genuine reaction mm-hmm. not the like, reaction we got in the press no, release no 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 his, his what the mm. are these guys doing is what it would have been and here's the thing in in the true the second guy gets caught type <laughs> yeah. thing I would imagine he was more upset with Jimbo's doing comments stupid stuff than with Nick's Stupid stuff. Which well, I mean, Nick. To at least Nick acknowledged after the fact, way after the fact, I shouldn't have called names. No, no, you shouldn't have. But you did. Mm-hmm. That's okay. And it's tough to walk that back. It is incredibly tough to walk that back, matter of fact. Uh, yeah, that, that was, it was a poor decision on, on Nick Saban's part. I think it was an even poorer decision on Jimbo's part. To, Do you really? You know, I, I, th- I think. Calling a press conference to say that I would have just let him hang himself. He kind of hung himself. Nick, I mean, he, he left himself out there. He could have been. Never stop your enemy in the middle of making right. a mistake, right? And, and you kind of you, you kind of compounded on it and took some of the heat off of Nick Saban. Because Did you, though? Oh, absolutely. If you think Jimbo Fisher is winning the court of public opinion right now, you're crazy. 
Jimbo Fisher looks like a much bigger crybaby than, than Nick, Saban? Nick Saban because Nick Saban didn't do this on camera on purpose. He was answering a question at an event that was not about football. This wasn't his goal. His goal wasn't to make become a social media sensation overnight. Well, if that wasn't his goal, I'd hate to have seen a situation where it was his goal because Well if you if you listen to I I, I genuinely believe his his apology. May may I interject here? Do, Please. Um the the thought of, of Nick Saban to what Mo's saying, Nick Saban always knows what Nick Saban's doing and always has an agenda. For what? <laughs> oh, that worked. That worked. There we go. Well done. Well done, Mo. But he always knows what he's saying. And now, walking that back just a moment, it was part of a long response that I don't think it wasn't premeditated to call names. He did it, and you know, and that's what spurred things on. But to to what Chris is saying, Jimbo is obviously that was premeditated oh. reacting now he knows what he's doing too sure. and he is um his fans texas a&m the aggies love him for they're this eating it up. They're, they, they love this stuff so you know they're both playing to their base to take a political phrase they're playing to their base which is what they're which is what they need to do um it's great for us sankey's yeah i i mean <laughs> he, had, he had to do something. He oh, had yeah. to oh, oh, publicly yeah. say something. Hey, guys, guys. Yeah. Guys. Come on. To don't, your corners. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't make me turn this car around. Uh, don't okay? make me come back there. Yeah, don't make <laughs> me come back there. So yeah, he's, he's swiping from the driver's seat going. <laughs> it's, you know, and, and Sankey. And, and, and Lane Kiffin sitting in the front seat. <laughs> that's just right. Minding his business. Mm-hmm. He just put his shades back on and smiling. <laughs> <laughs> When, when Lane Kiffin is the older brother in the situation oh, man. of the two young kids fighting, that's the, that's not good. And so Lane was actually scheduled to go on to Sirius XM today, but could not because he was asked not to <laughs> do media. Uh, but he was not the only. Okay, everybody was asked. The whole conference was. The entire yeah. conference. Was, but Lane Kiffin was the one they asked to come on to the show. Well, yeah. So, so, yeah, they're so not asking the, Clark Lee. So the rest <laughs> Wouldn't it be great? Hey, Billy Napier, what do you think about this? You know, know, listening to, you know, I listen to Dan Patrick quite often in the morning. And, and of course, they were, this was the major topic yesterday for them, too. I mean, every sports talk show. And uh, I don't know if it was Dan or one of them. I'm pretty sure that Feinbaum orchestrated this whole thing. Oh, he probably did. (laughs) But but somebody said along the way, um, you know, Vanderbilt's the only one that's kind of happy right now because they're saying, Look at look at all these fools. That, that's us. <laughs> You're the only one. So <laughs> so what you're telling me is there has been a gag order placed? Essentially, yes. There's been an essentially is this a, a soft gag order? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, like a, it's uh, not a you're gonna like an ankle trouble. sock gag order as opposed to a tube sock gag order? Yeah, it's really not it, it's is more of, it's more of a please don't <laughs> egg this on and I <laughs> Well, they, they got to save something for media days. Well, it, there's that. <laughs> at, at least the fact that Lane Kiffin, again, one, hadn't weighed in to this point, and two, didn't say, nah, Greg, screw you. I'm, I'm getting in this. 
This is weird. No, no. Does, we, it, we can't have this situation and me not say anything. Does does this, and I know what I know Lane's social media, Twitter persona, but do, does this kind of give you the idea that Lane Kiffin might be growing up a little bit? I'd say it ain't so. It's almost like <laughs> I don't want that to happen, but it kind of feels like he might be getting a little bit of maturity about it. Well, here's yeah. the thing, though. Here, here. You know who I'd love to hear on this? Spurrier. Oh, that's the only thing that would make it better is if Spurrier was part of this in some some capacity. Yeah. But, I mean, I personally, I would like to hear what Kirby Smart has to say about working for Nick Saban. <laughs> but I can tell you, I can tell you things, and maybe it's the offensive guys. Maybe maybe Kirby was just with him for so long on defense. But Jim McElwain legitimately said when he took the job at Colorado State, there's only so many times you can be called an mf and take it. And so working for Nick Saban is not easy. Oh, I don't think anybody ever thought that it was. But, but, but the way that Jimbo made it sound was – it's Much. not a question of it not being easy. It's a question of, you know, I, what you think you saw you did not see. <laughs> there was did, – did you see uh, – there, there was – at some point in, in his diatribe yesterday, uh, Jimbo made mention of God mm. calling Nick Saban a narcissist and, and a God and, and – uh, Obviously, the despicable six ref- times reference six times. Um, Billy Lucci, who we had on the show um, with Texas A&M before the season last year, uh, he said, "How many shirts you think I could sell with despicable on it? Just the word despicable on it, right?" But Jimbo Fisher referenced to Nick Saban as a narcissist once, despicable six times, and God twice in less than three minutes at the top of his press conference. <clears throat> To which I said, breaking news, Jimbo Fisher calls God despicable. That's how I, that's how I got it. That's, that's what I got out of that. I, I, um, I don't know if you saw the article that I tagged you in. David Ubbin, friend of the show from The Athletic, um, wrapped up the whole thing with a bow. And it's, it's, it's required reading if you care about this type thing. I got, we, got a, we talked about it yesterday. Monday, July 18th at the College Football Hall of Fame, the first day of SEC Media Day. It's Brian Kelly from LSU, Lane Kiffin, Eli Drinkwitz from Missouri. Second day, Saban, Leach, Shane Beamer from South Carolina, and Luke Clark Lee. Third day, Wednesday, Sam Pittman from Arkansas, Billy Napier from Florida, Kirby Smart, Mark Stoops. Final day, Brian Harson, Josh Heupel, and Jimbo. So, Jimbo Fisher. Closing us out. July 18th through 21st. Make plans to attend now. We're trying. We are. We're trying. We are. Let's take a quick break and talk to Nick Campbell on the other side of it on Main Street Sports Today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Back after this.
Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yow alongside Mo Patton, J.P. Plant, live from Schaefer's Farms here in Summertown, Tennessee, in beautiful Lawrence County, home of David Crockett and Jonathan Paul Plant. Not necessarily in that order. Oh, it was, in fact. The well, chronologically. Oh, chronologically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work. But it may not in level of importance is is your point. That is speak point. for yourself. It's been a long time since Crockett was here. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. Okay, okay. He, he was saying you were more oh, oh, important. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Thank you. Thank you, Mo. <laughs> When, I'll, I'll go back some, to when someone's defending. Yeah. you let them. I'll go push my buttons. There you no. go. No. <laughs> you know, you know who doesn't live here anymore? <laughs> here in beautiful Lawrence County. That, that, <laughs> that's, that's one of your great, best transitions. Yeah, that's, that's a great segue right there. Yeah. That, that was good. Segue <laughs> this. Yep. Here we go. That Go ahead. Newly Answer mentioned your question. Giles County basketball coach, former Columbia Central basketball coach. Former Nick, Lawrenceburg resident. <laughs> former Lawrenceburg resident, former Lawrence County standout, Nick Campbell. Nick, what's going on, man? What's up, fellas? Uh, very <laughs> good segue, but I don't know if I've ever been called a standout. Uh, oh, yeah. You, for my- for my athletic ability. Uh, Buddy, but, you, you punted like nobody in the history of time. 
best punter I've ever seen. Have you? Did you actually see him play? Yeah, I saw did him you? play. I just didn't know I saw him play. Right. But, but <laughs> see, I, I didn't see. Oh yeah, him. you saw us play at Jacksonville State. I did. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. No. I, I punted. I punted a lot at Jacksonville. State. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> I saw him play a bunch. <laughs> more than, yeah. more than he wanted to. Huh? Yeah. That's awesome. I am. Um, I actually remember writing something about him. I think one summer when he was on the. Um, FCS watch list or something like that, oh, punters yeah. to watch. So, yeah, um, impressive. Kind of surprised to see him in the position he's in, given that background. But um, have you have you gotten rid of all your purple and gold stuff in favor of black and gold stuff yet? Uh, somebody made a joke today that asked me if I had anything other than purple and gold. He should. And I said, well, Between. I don't. Uh, 30, 31 years of purple and gold. This will be the first time I – go to school uh, in the fall not wearing purple and gold. So That's I'll definitely have to buy some new clothing. <laughs> well, hopefully uh, some it, hopefully somebody will get you the hookup over in Pulaski. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, I am looking forward to it. I'm super excited. Uh, I can't I can't wait to get started. I'm going to meet the guys on Tuesday. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I was going to ask you if you had had a chance to meet them yet, but um, – you know, you're going over into a situation, as you mentioned in the article that we've got up on the website, MainStreetMurray.com, shameless plug, um, talked about that being a community, you know, much like Columbia, that really, really values athletics and and the athletic programs there. You know, you're going to um, going to work for an administrator, Don, Don Thomas, who was another, he was a football standout. I did see him. <laughs> at MTSU, um, former Lincoln County guy. He was a real deal. But, I mean, you, you've got some guys and some people who do value athletics. And and as a coach going into a situation, that's that's got to be something that's comforting that, that you're going to work for folks that have got your back and want you to succeed and that kind of thing. Absolutely. Uh, you know, like I, like I said to you the other day on the phone, I wasn't really looking to leave, uh, but it had to take a special opportunity for me to leave Central, and I think Giles County is. Um, with Coach Thomas there, I mean, I call him Coach Thomas. I haven't even called him Mr. Thomas yet because I know him as coach. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's a great opportunity. You know, you have sports teams right now that are doing really good all across the board. You know, we know how good their football program is. I know – in the community, they've got a lot of uh, youth sports that are getting started right now. Uh, youth basketball, uh, AAU basketball that's getting started. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting involved with that and helping that grow. Uh, you know, you know how it is when um, when you have a great administration, they have your back, and they want the right things for the community. You know, only good things can happen for that. How familiar are you with? Giles County. I mean, I don't guess y'all played them this year. You've not played them. I I, I think you might have played them. No, we played them my first year. Yeah, yeah. But um, at a uh, Christmas class down at Summertown, right down here. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, actually, where y'all are at today. Yeah, that was the game that Eli McCoy got hurt in. Yes, it is. Uh, And I thought, um, you know, then. They had a kid that I think ended up going and playing college football. Uh, they have great athletes. I know right now that they have a few uh, returners. I think they they only graduated one kid from last year. So uh, I'll be 
going into a good situation there with a team that's played quite a bit together. So I'm looking forward to that. And I know there's some some other interest from kids that have already reached out, you know, to see when tryouts are. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing what we can do. The first couple practices in the summer, we'll be trying to, they'll be trying to fill me out and I'll be trying to fill them out and see what's best for, for the team moving forward. Um, but like you said, I'm looking forward to getting to uh, a place that's five minutes away from the house and put the priority on athletics and, uh, you know, a small town, small town school, uh, per se. Yeah. Speaking with Nick Campbell, the new boys basketball coach at Giles County after four seasons as head coach at Columbia Central here on Main Street Sports today. Um, Nick, as you talk about taking this Giles County job, you um, went 25-4 and four this past season at Columbia Central in a really, really tough District 12-4A with, with four other Williamson County schools in, in Summit, Independence, Ravenwood, and Nolansville. You'll be moving into District 10-2A, which features um, a state tournament team from this past year in Summertown, um, Loretto, Lewis County and Mount Pleasant um, as as the talent scout on um, a league of their own would say, well then, this would be better, wouldn't it? Um, what are your thoughts about the competitive nature of this district relative to the one you're leaving? Uh, well, I know the district pretty well because I'm actually about to play golf with Summertown's head coach. Um, so... I kept, I've always kept up with Summertown and Loretta just from being from Lawrence County. Uh, you know, and I was in Murray County this last four years, so I know a little bit about Mount Pleasant. Uh, but, you know, no disrespect to them at all. Uh, but, you know, the league that we played in last year uh, had to have been probably the toughest one, maybe maybe the toughest district in the state. Uh, I would argue that. There were some really good teams in there in a really tough region. So, um, you know, I'm not really. I'm not running from competition. Uh, that's what somebody might think. I've had, I did hear somebody mention something like that. <laughs> but, uh, that's far from that's far from the case. So uh, I'm looking forward to competing against Summertown and Loretta, Mount Pleasant, Lewis County. You know, um, like you said, Summertown went to the state tournament last year. Loretta's been with Coach Chips down there probably four or five times since he's been there. So um, they're, they're good pro- programs as well. So we're gonna have our, our work cut out. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to start working extremely hard on June first. Uh, June first. Uh, Summertown lost one district game last year. Guess who? Loretta. Nope. Giles County. Giles County. Giles County beat Summertown last year in district play. So it can happen. <laughs> it has happened before. <laughs> Look at all the baseball movie references here with Nick Campbell. That's funny. Um, <laughs> Nick, you know, as as your article mentioned, Mo, it's a lot easier. And, and and for you, man, boy, those district district games driving from your house to Tullahoma and to Lincoln County and to heck to Independence for that matter. Well, Nolansville <laughs> and Nolansville. I mean, it's a it's a little bit different. Now Lewis County's out there, but otherwise. You you got to feel like you're you've hit the lottery in the uh, the gas department. Yeah, yeah it's, it's funny you say that because I'm spending about sixty dollars a week on, on gas right now. 
um, back my first three years when the district was Coffee County, Franklin County, you know, that was that was a haul because, you know, you'd have to go all the way to Coffee County then you'd have to come back to Columbia and then I would have to drive back to Minor Hill, you know, so I was, there were some nights I was getting home at one o'clock, one thirty. Um, so I don't foresee that happening with this. So, I mean, I, I do like about 10 hours of sleep each night. So I will, uh, I will definitely be looking forward to a shorter commute. That it, sounds it, familiar. Did, uh, did he, did he, did he say 10? He said, he said 10. 10. Yeah. Can't you tell by hey, his JP personality? Knows. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's a, <laughs> yeah, he's like, a, he, 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 uh, sleeps like a farmer or at least goes to bed like a farmer when the sun goes down. Yeah, I, I go to yeah. yeah, I really go to sleep. Early. I go uh-huh. to sleep early when we don't have basketball games. Hibernates. Uh, if you most of the time, if you think, yeah, well, yeah, I do. I have put on a lot of weight, so I appreciate that reference. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it's funny that you say that because I was just getting ready to say if your house is only a five minute drive from the school, you know, you don't necessarily have to drive. It's true. Two references in a row. Okay, I, 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 I can see the points you're trying to make here. Uh, <laughs> I get dude, it. Okay, dude, you've seen me. Somebody, Would I actually be making that point to anybody? <laughs> well, somebody else told me I could ride my bike to school. So you know, I'm, try, I'm starting to figure out something right here. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, and I told I told Coach Thomas, you know, when I went to the interview. I didn't even have time to drink an entire diet sun drop. So, I mean, that's how short my commute is now. Which, you know, I love Columbia Central. Like I said, I, will, I didn't really want to leave. It just happened to be the perfect scenario for me to leave. Um, so, I'm, I'm grateful for my time at Columbia. And, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for Roger White hiring me as a 27-year-old and Mr. Kevin Eady keeping me on this year uh, to lead the program. You know, nothing but positive memories and, and great memories while I've been at Columbia Well, I, I'm sure they will have fond memories uh, of your time there as well. It's, uh, it, it is certainly a, a change to go from 4A to 2A, but uh, I do think that it's, uh, especially since you spent all of your time at the state's highest classification as a player and as a coach. So, uh, you know, Going back to your time as an assistant under Shane Clark, you know, it's uh, it's kind of it, – it, it's nice to be in an area that, that you really understand and enjoy. And I know that your family life is going to uh, certainly be better with uh, more time at home, at least for, for you. I'm not sure about for her. <laughs> but uh, But we're excited for you, man. We really are. Yeah, I didn't know how we were going to get the Shane Clark plug in here, but somebody always I had to. always seems to get his name in. Everybody gets his name in when we're talking to. But um, he's the one yeah, that does I, that. I he 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 sends out messages to everybody to do <laughs> that. Sure you realize that, that, right, Nick? Yeah. yeah. What does it, does he give like a does he give like a five dollar plug? Like, hey, if you get my name, I've been uh, well. He doesn't have been most. But, yeah. No. He, just, no. Like, he, he still has a flip phone, right? He'll he'll buy you a sun drop next time he sees you. That's what it is. That's what it yeah. is. So. Glass bottle sundrop. Yep. Glass bottle. There you go. High class. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we are getting married uh, next Saturday. So, yeah. I mean, it is. We heard. Yeah, we are kind of. Yeah, we we, yeah. we, we did here. Because because it, J, uh, JP's is going to leave us. 
Yeah. Yeah, JP's going to come down there because uh, he gets to hang out with us for a little while. So, it, uh, it's a destination wedding. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, you've been hey, holding on to that one, Mo. It's the wafting of the brisket, man. It just it just gets in your bones and, and, and opens, sets you on opens fire. things up. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Um, Nick Campbell, new boys basketball coach at Giles County, um, joining us here on Main Street Sports today. Nick, really appreciate it. As Chris was saying, um, congratulations. Best of luck in the black and gold. Uh, I'm sure you and David O'Connor will be sitting down pretty sure, pretty soon to, um, you know, kind of figure out who he's got that can help you and, and that kind of thing. And should be a good situation for you down there. Looking forward to seeing what happens. All right, guys. Appreciate you having me, and thanks for covering us. And uh, well, I've been at Columbia, and I uh, can't wait for you guys to cover us at Giles County as well. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, hold on now. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> that one. Y'all got y'all's plug in. I had to get my <laughs> oh, There you go. There you go. Hey, Nick, we'll talk to you, man. Oh, and congratulations to you and the future Mrs. Campbell as well. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right, man. Well, that was fun. He got his parting shot in. He did get I, his parting I guess we shot. now cover 15 schools. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could cover 14 schools and, 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 one, one, pro- and, one, and one basketball And one basketball team. program. <laughs> Oh, man. Y'all come back with us on Main Street Sports Day, <laughs> presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We're going to get that softball in, I promised you. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones & Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. 
Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Oh, yeah. Welcome back in the final segment on this Friday edition of Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, live once again from Schaefer's Farm here in Summertown, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant. I'm Chris Yao, and we've got a little high school softball to preview, at least the games that haven't gotten played yet. Uh, we'll talk about several of the area teams who have a chance to take home what – it's it's not there's no balls there's no it's just a it's just a trophy just a, yeah it, it's but just a there, it, there's not a it's not a gold ball like it is in football and basketball maybe see, it should be see in, in in Alabama we we used to have the blue maps it was a map of Alabama that was colored blue the runner up got a red one so you played for a blue map that was the you play for a blue map in Alabama, huh? Yeah, it, it's a big trophy with the state and then I, I, the color. I, 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 it was I, nice. I like it, but they've changed that, and I don't like it. They, they've well, gone to it, it's, it's a, a different, different climate now. Yeah, it's not fun. So uh, Alabama, prob- the winners probably didn't want blue maps. Was <laughs> <laughs> so. well, well played. Well played. <laughs> trying to switch him up. We want the red one, Dad Gummy. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tell me I'm wrong. You're not. Show wrong. me the lie. I'm just. It's just <laughs> funny. <laughs> uh, several area teams have a shot at taking home the state championship trophies, and we'll start in Class One A. Uh, again, this article authored by Tyler Palmatier, and we'll we may add some some of our flavor to it. But he's got the local front no. runners, Gordonsville. We wouldn't do that. 22-5-1 are, are Gordonsville, the Tigerettes, and they're pretty good. Um, I, I, I absolutely think they have a chance to win this tournament, but I don't think there's anybody that is going to touch either Eagleville or Huntland. I don't the think, two of those teams I, are going to be there in the end. I don't think anybody was happier to see Summertown leave Class A at the end of last year <laughs> than Eagleville. Than Eagleville. Yeah, no and, question. And I think they are fully ready to take advantage of Summertown not being in Class A. Yeah, and, and the the only the the only difference is obviously Huntland with a Florida State commit in the circle is going to certainly give them a chance to win each and every time out. But Eagleville, two young pitchers who were eighth graders last year, I believe, they're freshmen this year and have run through, including beating uh, Huntland in the region finals. Huntland punched their ticket this morning by defeating McKenzie 10-0 on the road. Went on the road to McKenzie and and won. And uh, Eagleville has Brewston a little bit later today. Joe Burns also with a win already, as we told you. So uh, they had Gordonsville. Gordonsville is not even. So Joe Burns is already through to the state? Gordonsville is at Whitwell today. They actually lost to Sale Creek 
in I'm sorry, they lost to Joe Burns, I'm sorry, in, in the, the region finals. Gordonsville lost to Joe Burns in the region finals. Okay. Now, d did you say Joe Burns has already won today? Joe Burns has won, has punched their ticket. No. That's great for the Lady Red Devils because last year Joe Burns came to Summertown in the sectionals, and I think they got – I know they got beat. I think they might have gotten beat in five. I don't remember. So um, another team happy to not see the <laughs> the Lady Eagles and it's a long one. list. <laughs> Every team is yeah. happy. Yeah. Uh, in two way, local front runner is Summertown. I don't think there's any question that Summertown has an opportunity to play for it. But the defending champ is Forest, and obviously Forest lost quite a bit for, from their team last year. And um, but th they still now have they've played this year, haven't they? Uh, they have Forest one. Okay. So um, that should that I mean that tells you these two teams. As a matter of fact, they actually match up in round one. Oh, that's awful. It's unfortunate. That's awful. That's tough. That's also must see TV. Um, For round one. Be look there. Here, look here. <laughs> um, Summertown thirty-five and nine with that five to two win earlier today over Westview. Um, really have they've reloaded. Um, bunch of young kids on that team, but Katie Beth Gallagher, the catcher, this will be her fourth state tournament because she played as an, as an eighth grader, and they won that year. So they won her eighth grade year. They finished second her freshman year to Columbia Academy, COVID in 20, won it last year. So see what happens this time, starting against Forrest, unfortunately. That's tough, yeah. no doubt. Uh, in 3A, White County. Bless you. That was – thanks, JP. I appreciate it. White County, who sits at 27-6 and six right now on the season, they've not lost in a month. And you've got Addison Abel, a South Carolina signee. Wow. Uh, and Kadra Parker, both hitting over 400 on the season. Uh, Abel 17-3 in the circle with an 0-9-3 ERA. Oh, goodness. That's – Best team you never heard of. Yeah, I, I didn't expect uh, Sparta to come out with the uh, <laughs> with the softball playing. But, you but. know, I think um, you're kind of seeing the benefit of that fourth classification because you're kind of seeing some different teams than what you had seen. When you talk about a Joe Burns getting through, um, you, you talk about a White County who I, I didn't even – I, I never thought White County and softball. I've just never heard those two together like that. Right. So, um, well, they've got a tough. They've got, they 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 got a tough one today. They actually have to go to Soddy Daisy after losing to Lincoln County, and that may end the the Warrior Ed's uh, you know options because you have heard Soddy Daisy softball. You absolutely have, and um, you know that's that's actually the alma mater of Summit coach Jenny, Jenny Stevenson. Stevenson. So. Yeah, I mean, they they play softball, and they play it pretty well, and they have for a long time. So that'll be a game to keep an eye on tonight. Montgomery Central hosting Hardin County and Creekwood going to Lexington. In Class 4A, we talked about earlier this week, Wilson Central has a pretty great shot. And, I I, I mean, I think I think we, we, we can't rule out Summit. I think they've got a, a, they've got a great pitcher in uh, Lily Kate Richards. They hit the ball pretty well. They hit the ball well, and again, this is another young team. A lot of, lot of freshmen on the field for Summit, including 
the first baseman, Sanaya Hunter, who um, she can go out at any time from from one foul pole to the other. Um, and they're playing at home. That's so, right. I they mean, got, they um, got a home game. So, so yeah, um, Wilson Central taking on a centennial team coached by Jeff Serbin, who we talked to yesterday on Coach's Corner. I think it's going to be a tough, tough fight for Centennial going in there at 16 and 12, going up against the um, the pitcher who has signed with Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. So um, could be tough, but it's going to be a great opportunity for Centennial to take a young team into. And even if they don't come out of this game, you know, the opportunity to just get some experience in that environment and it, it's got to whet your appetite going forward, I would think. Oh, there's no question. ND2, Columbia Academy, obviously, and Donaldson Christian both in the final four for Division Two Class A, and then Brentwood Academy and CPA. I think CPA may be out. I'm not I think CPA is out. I think they got beat yesterday by somebody. Uh, GPS. So it's uh, – So it's Brentwood Academy and – are they the only? Brentwood Academy actually got beat as well by Chattanooga Christian. So it looks like a. Uh, Is there a, no a, one from Middle Tennessee in the in D2 double A? Father Ryan and Tipton play today. We'll see what happens. Tipton Rosemark, who was in the I finals. I didn't realize last Tipton year. Rosemark was in double A. Why'd they move up, JP? Oh. Why did Tipton Rosemark move up to 2A? Why did Tipton move up to yes. 2A? I have no idea. Did we not have this conversation? I had this uh, conversation with somebody. I thought it was you. May not have been me. Um, there's no single A teams in their area. All the all the teams around them are are two oh, two way. Wow. So in, to cut down on travel, they just went up. And they're well. That's interesting because Columbia Academy played Tipton Rosemark in, in the, the finals, finals last in two A last year. And it's a two year, yeah, deal. So, so I don't know how they decided to move up halfway through the. No no no. This is the new classification period. This is year one of the new classification period. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's how. So they're up this year and next year. Yes. Yeah. So, Tipton Rosemark taking on Father Ryan today, and Tipton, wow. like I said, in the finals last year, Class A, so and hosting. So, you, you got to think that the that they've got a the, the outside shot. There. So, the Mid-State so could get shut out in D two double A. Completely shut out, but they've got plenty of options in in Class A. So, what are you looking forward to this weekend, JP? Uh, I'm looking forward to what I'm going to get inside that I can put on uh, on the grill on the deck tomorrow night. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Hey, what about you? Yep. you got, looking, got anything exciting? I'm, I'm looking forward to what I can get inside that I can put on the table here in about <laughs> 10 minutes. Um, but no, I'm, I'm looking forward to resting because next week, y'all, is a labor of love, but it's definitely labor. Yeah, there's no question there. I will. Ha I've got two weddings this weekend, so I have a whole lot to look forward to. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of load in, load out, and playing some music, but. Uh, I'll be looking forward to, to Monday where we get a chance to do all the spring fling we can handle and all right. that we can handle, too, and talk about all the things that are going to happen this weekend. The Braves will be playing. Uh, Major League Soccer will have a lot to get to on Monday. So y'all come back with us on Monday at 2 o'clock. We appreciate you hanging out with us today on Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone. Join again, we are – Live from Schaefer's Farm here in Summertown. Thanks to Frank and the team here at Schaefer's for allowing us to hang out outside. We appreciate it, and uh, we look forward to seeing you guys again soon. Mo, tell them. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. <laughs>